Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is May the 20th, but we'll start by saying thank you to Andy Old and Mark Muir, who both pointed out to me my pretty big error in yesterday's This Day Rocks. No, of course, it wasn't Peter Green who released the mega album, so it was Peter Gabriel, slip of the tongue. But thanks to both of you who sent me emails yesterday about it. It's really nice to know that you're paying attention. Anyway, back to May 20th then, and we'll start on this day in 1954 when Bill Haley and his Comets released Rock Around the Clock for the very first time. This one stalled, but it became a huge hit a year later. It became the first rock and roll record to top the charts in both the UK and the US and is considered to be the song that brought rock and roll into the mainstream culture all around the world. On this day in 1980 in Hamburg, Germany, a gig by The Clash got out of control. Crowd violence kept erupting and at one point, Joe Strummer smashed one fan over the head with his guitar. Strummer was arrested but later cleared after a test proved he hadn't been drinking. On this day in 1965, the Rolling Stones debuted their new single on American variety TV show Shindig. The new song was I Can't Get No Satisfaction. One of their musical heroes, Howlin' Wolf, was also on the show and the band introduced him. On this day in 1970, George Harrison met producer Phil Spector at Abbey Road Studios, where else, to play him demos of the songs that would go on to appear on his debut solo album, All Things Must Pass. On this day in 1966, John Entwistle and Keith Moon were late for a Who gig at the Ricky Tick Club in Windsor. So Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey decided to take to the stage with the opening act's rhythm section. Now Moon and Ox showed up halfway through the set and a fight ensued and after the gig they announced they would be leaving the band to form a duo. But it was all patched up a week later and the Who remained as we know them. On this day in 1972, the number one song in the UK was Metal Guru by T-Rex. It was the band's fourth and final UK number one single. 
And speaking of number ones, on this day in 1978, Paul McCartney scored his sixth solo US number one, when, with a little luck, hit the top spot. And on this day in 1998, with 400 mourners in attendance, Frank Sinatra was laid to rest in Desert Memorial Park in California. He was in a plot next to his parents. He died the week before, aged 82. But for today's main show then, we're going to remember someone else who we've lost, but would have been 79 today. Yes, born on this day in 1944 was proud Yorkshireman John Robert Cocker, better known of course as Joe Cocker. The singer was famous for his gritty, bluesy voice and dynamic stage performances, which saw him perform at the legendary festivals like Woodstock and Isle of Wight. He was awarded an OBE for services to music and earned a Grammy Award for Best Song in 1983. Now, I spoke with someone who grew up just streets from Joe in Yorkshire, England, Paul Carrick, the former Mike and the Mechanics, Squeeze and Ace singer, back on episode 36 of Vintage Rock Pod, and Paul shared his memories of that time. You're a proud Yorkshireman. You were born, you were raised in Sheffield. Um, Joe Cocker lived just a couple of streets away from you when you were young. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was about, um, well, I don't know, maybe three or four streets away, but uh, he was in the same sort of vicinity. Yeah, I would often see him because I I grew up living in, um, my folks had a a shop on, uh, on the main road there and we lived at the back of the shop and I would often see him walking to his girlfriend who lived the other side, singing away to himself. I was a bit scared of this scary guy, but <laughs> got to um, see him many times. Uh, you know, as I got a bit older and I was old enough to go into pubs, uh, you could see Joe, you know, several times uh, a week probably. And uh, it, it was fantastic. It was great. Incredible to have two such incredible singers and musicians and everything like that from such a small area, which is great. Mm. And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day, rock goodness. So until then, take care. Mm.